Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. We will reveal its contents in just a moment. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It is Veterans Day, Thursday, November 11th, 2021. Thank a veteran today. Their sacrifice is what makes our lifestyle possible. Be a part of, of bringing meaningful thanks and gratitude to their lives. Do that today. Do it every day, but especially do it today. We're brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Kent Sterling. Get cool bonuses. Refer friends for even more bonuses Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Like I said, the injury report is out. T.Y. Hilton, full go today. Number 13 on the field, full go. Braden Smith, full go today. Unbelievable. Good news on both those fronts. Uh, Carson Wentz, limited today because of an illness. We don't like to hear that. Not COVID-related, or he would not have practiced at all. He would not have been lim- uh, have been limited limited in practice today. Xavier Rhodes, out in practice. Did not practice today. Doesn't mean he's going to be out for Sunday. It just means he didn't practice today. And then, kind of bad news, if you want to look at it that way, the Jaguars, everybody practiced. They were at least limited. That included James Robinson, the running back, who has got to be stopped on Sunday if the Colts are going to win this game. Be nice if an injury stopped him and the Colts didn't have to, but that's another story. Miles Jack, was the one Jaguars player who did not practice today. So there you go. Colts, Jaguars, 1 o'clock on Sunday. This is an obvious must win. You've got to win this game. There is a small chance, about a 1-3 in three chance, that the Colts are going to make the playoffs. According to 538.com, the big brain's there. they got the same size brains as the guys who are telling Frank Reich to go for it or not go for it on fourth down to go for it or not go for it or kick the field goal inside the 10 on fourth down. So take this for what it's worth. They approximate the Colts' odds of being a wild card at 36%, a 0.7% chance to win the division. That just isn't going to happen. Almost inconceivable of the way that would happen. It would take a rash of injuries to Tennessee Titans players, staff, and coaches that is unprecedented in the annals 
of the National Football League. Uh, here is what the Colts need to do. They must do these things in order to get to the, fi- the wild card. They must play well against the Jaguars this Sunday and win that game. They've got to win the season finale down in Jacksonville against these same Jaguars. You've got to beat the Texans. You've got to beat the Patriots, and you've got to beat the Raiders. The Patriots, right now, 5-4. and four. The Raiders, 5-3. and three. So they're both ahead of the Colts in terms of the wild card standings. You've got to have the head-to-head tiebreaker against both of those or all is lost. All right, then you've got three games remaining. At Buffalo, against the Bucks, and at Arizona. you got to win one of those games in order to get to 10 wins. 10 and 7, you got a shot. The one that they really need to win, it's against a conference opponent, the Buffalo Bills. You win that game, you're kind of in business. Because against the AFC, you could finish this season 9 and 3. The two losses against the Titans and one loss against the Ravens. So the head-to-head against both those teams out the window. And because of that, you really want the Baltimore Ravens to win that division. So we are going to become Baltimore Ravens fans tonight as they play in Miami against the Dolphins. How about this? Just as an aside about that game, okay? The, uh, The Ravens are terrible defensively giving up gash plays. Plays of over 20 yards. Touchdown plays from outside the red zone. So outside the Ravens 20, they are the worst in the NFL at giving those bomb touchdowns. I think they've given up 12 of them. The Bears are next worst with eight. So they give up chunk plays that result in scores. The opposing quarterback is a guy named Jacoby Brissett. We know Jacoby Brissett all too well. And Jacoby Brissett is among the worst quarterbacks in the NFL at generating chunk plays. Push is going to come to shove tonight. Actually, this is like a tug-of-war match where everybody's pushing instead of pulling on the rope. We'll, we'll see who winds up winning. Jacoby Brissett for the Dolphins is exactly the same guy. In fact, maybe he's even less than he was here. His yards per passing attempt, microscopic. It's like in the fives. That's unheard of. He got fired here because he was at about six and a half. Philip Rivers came in with pretty much the same cats and put up a 7.7. That is not elite territory, but really, really good territory. Jacoby Brissett is in terrible territory and going up against a team that allows chunk plays. So we'll see what happens tonight. It's going to be interesting. The Bills, according to 538.com, fifth best team in the NFL, the Bucks number two, the Cards number one. So that's what the, the Colts have in front of them after this Sunday's game. The Colts and the Jags are kind of similar. The Jags aren't as good. The Colts have better talent today because Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, is not the quarterback right now that Carson Wentz is. And because of that, I think the Colts have a huge advantage. They're double-digit favorites. Two times this year, they've been double-digit favorites. They've not only won but covered both those times. I expect the Colts to win this and not be dramatic about it. One thing they got to do in order to win, they have got to keep their foot on the throat of the Jaguars and keep pressing down. You can't get too smart for the room. They went up 42-10 to 10 against the Jets last Thursday night. What happened? They let them up. They gave them life, and all of a sudden it's 35-30, to 30 and the Jets are in business in the red zone looking to score a touchdown that puts them one score down. You can't do that against the Jaguars. What you do to create that margin 
during the game is what you need to do in an ongoing way to continue to operate with that margin. This Don't get clever. Eberflus, if it works, continue doing it. Don't say, well, this worked, but now we're geniuses, and now we're up by 32 points, so we're going to go soft shell against Trevor Lawrence and his weapons. That's craziness. Don't do that. What works? Continue doing it. Frank Reich, don't get clever. The Jaguars have not scored more than 23 points this season. So, take points when you can get them. If you can get a field goal, if it's fourth and goal from the four, kick the field goal. Fourth and goal from the two, kick the field goal. Take the points. Don't listen to the MIT guys up in the suite. No, don't do it. Sheesh. Anyway, 36% chance for a wild card if the Colts lose this game. That is going to drop into maybe the single digits at that point because of the competition that the Colts will have coming up. They got to get to five and five. And then from five and five, they got to find a way, right, to get to six and six. If they can get to six and six with five games left, they got a shot at 10 and seven and seven, seven, 10 and seven gets them into the playoffs. I'm so excited. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Indiana Hoosiers for a minute. The Hoosiers host Northern Illinois tomorrow night. This is a big game. Northern Illinois is not bad. They beat Washington on Tuesday night at Washington. They're going to come down to IU. Hopefully, they're exhausted from all the travel. Uh, but here's what you got. You know, here are the things. And, and you got two factions of IU fans, really. As we see in the comments, this, this YouTube channel, great comments. Best part of the channel are the comments that are generated by the people who watch. I absolutely love the people who watch. They are phenomenal, and, and we utterly love their, um, uh, their input as the things that are going on in the world of sports in central Indiana. Anyway, we've found that there are two kinds of Indiana fans. The first kind, winning against Eastern, or Eastern Michigan was good enough. 68-62 is fine. You don't argue with winning. 4-23 from beyond the arc. That's, you know what, that's a winning number because Indiana won. So that's fine. 12 of 20 from the line, same thing. You won the game. Why are we trying to reinvent the wheel? Why are we going to try to relitigate a win by saying, you know what, we can't shoot because we won. So what are we worried about? And then competing for 22 minutes, you know what, that was good enough to get the win. Not competing for the final 18 minutes you know, that's fine, too, because you beat Eastern Michigan. Indiana used to be a team, and, and please, I was going to talk about this in a, minute, uh, in a minute, but Indiana players giving it this, walking or running down the floor after an offensive bucket, what in the world are you doing? When did Indiana fall so low, fall so far down that players – are doing this when they make a good place a good play against a Mac team. Are you kidding? What is the matter with these guys? Look at what we did. We got a dunk against Eastern Michigan. Hey! Everybody on your feet. Come on. Are you out of your minds? You're supposed to do that. We don't celebrate the ordinary. I'm getting ahead of myself because that's the other kind of fan. And I'm afraid that I fall into this second group 
the second category of fan, look, winning is not the point. Winning is the result of a collection of points. There is a right way to play basketball and a wrong way to play basketball. The right way leads to winning. Winning is not the goal. We don't care about goals. We care about process. All right? Maximum effort on all possessions. Look, you've got an opportunity as an Indiana basketball player or a basketball player for whatever entity you play for, whether it's junior high basketball, high school basketball, college basketball, pro basketball. Every time you get on the floor, you get to represent who you are as a human being while you play basketball. Are you the kind of person who's diligent and works your ass off every single possession? Or are you kind of the kind of person who says, you know what? Yeah, we're up, by, uh, we're up by 21 with 18 minutes left. You know what? Let's call it a night. I'm going to jog up and down the floor. I'm really not going to do much to support my teammates. I'm going to be more selfish because i got to get mine. And with 18 minutes left, I had to be able to get mine. What kind of a human being do you want to represent yourself as as you play basketball at Simon Scott Assembly Hall? You've got to ask yourself that question. Selflessness. I want to see selflessness. Don't care who scores, just that somebody scores. And on the defensive end, it's not about blocks and it's not about rebounds. It's about getting the basketball out, moving it in transition to a place where you've got an open look and you can knock down a shot. Not you necessarily, I mean the collective you. Five guys, one of them, make a shot. Number three, communication. Always, have you ever watched a practice at any level where the coach didn't have to remind players to communicate constantly? Communicate. All good things come from communication in life and in basketball. Number four, take every moment personally. It's kind of what we were talking about before. And like John Wooden always said, make every day your masterpiece. Make every game your masterpiece. Oh, man. We got like 29 more of these things to play. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Are you out of your mind? You don't have to play basketball. You get to play basketball. So play basketball, enjoy it, and understand that it's about the people you're around. It's about the friendships that you're forming. That's what this thing is. And if you represent yourself well, and if you encourage others to represent themselves well, you're going to be lifelong friends, and you're going to have great stories to tell. Or you're going to grow up, and you're going to have lifelong friends probably, but your stories are going to be like, man, I can't believe we finished that season 13 and 14 and got our coach run out of town, which is the story of last year's team. You want that? I don't think you want that. Uh, Pacers tonight. Uh, are we going to be able to see Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert play together ever? Either Malcolm's sick or he's got some kind of a hamstring thing, a vague hamstring thing that really isn't a hamstring thing, or Karis LeVert's got the back. I'm not saying either are choosing not to play because I don't believe either is wired that way. But my God Almighty, let's get out on the floor and do something. We're already down. The Pacers are T.J. Warren. So let's get to work and start winning games. If you win this game against the Utah Jazz tonight, 9 o'clock on Valley Sports, by the way, win this game, you split your West Coast trip, you come back 2-2, two and two, you feel good about yourselves going into Saturday night's game at Gainbridge Fieldhouse against the Philadelphia 76ers. You lose this game, you're coming back 1-3, and three, and that sucks.
So don't do that. Go play Michael Conley and uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, for God's sake. Go play Donovan Mitchell and beat their ass. Let's go. Tomorrow afternoon, we talk to Ivan. Ivan was 7-0 on the weekend last week, including Moneyline, right, on the Jaguars over the Bills. Ivan is hot. So tomorrow afternoon, we turn to Ivan, find out what he thinks. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. Let's go. Let's go, Pacers, Hoosier. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.